Hello and welcome to a very special episode. It's a spin-off. It's Mini Dear Mini, presented by Monster Dear Monster. As we said a few weeks ago, it's an episode we've been wanting to do for a little while, and here we are. It's the test episode. And joining me, um, I'm your host Matt, by the way, in case you've forgotten. <laughs> joining me today, to my left, it's Dave. Dave, where are you? Uh, oh. Dave's not here. Okay. To my right, as always, he puts the gene in Gene Stealer. It's Cameron. <laughs> How you doing, mate? All right? Yeah, no, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Dave can make this episode for us. Um, yeah, I think the real busy, truth uh, is, yeah. He's he, been gainfully employed. Exactly. Oh, these people that work. Mm. I know. You know, he's not, com- he's not committed, that lad. Is he? He's only only on, <laughs> been on every single episode ever, but yeah. yeah. Well, this but is hey. his first break. Azali, <laughs> I, th- I, I think, to be honest, he, he thought, let's hand the reins to the other two. Let's see how they do. We actually uh, said this, didn't we, a few weeks ago mm-hmm. when, when Dave said, oh, I may not be there for an episode. And he's like, and we just said, oh, we'll just crumble. So we'll sort of see yeah. now, won't we? Will we crumble? We'll see how we do. Mm. Azali, and this is quite important because we actually got a spin off show. Mm. Is, we, got, uh, <laughs> we're actually, we, we filled out all the paperwork. The council's permitted it. Exactly. <laughs> got a business license. We're all, we're all fine. We're, we're allowed all, to do we're this. We're ready one. to start merchandising. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, this is this is going to be mini dear mini. So this is going to be an episode devoted to miniatures, wargaming models mm. of of that variety. Not. Not yeah. glamour models, yeah. um, Any, unfortunately. Anything involving um, a little plastic man. Yeah. So I know for a lot of people that, that may not have much interest in this or much background in this, but you know what? Give it a go. It's us at the end of the day. You know, yeah. we, we talk crap on a weekly basis anyway, so we're just going <laughs> to... It's just another week of us talking crap, just with a, a slightly different subject. But, you know, have a listen. It may take your interest. It's, it's not always about plastic models. You know, there's, no. there's books, there's... In some cases, animated films. There's um, uh, metal you know, models, resin models. That, yeah, exactly. You know, so you know, just just get stuck in. Keep be open minded to this one. We are, you know. Mm. So you should too. So um, yeah, before we get stuck in, um, what have you been up to this week, Cameron? Um, not much. It's uh, the second last week of teaching, so sort of been winding everything to a close. Desperately nice. chasing students for those last couple of lessons. I got, yeah, I'm teaching Monday and Wednesday next week, but that's it. So, yay. You have a much less difficult week. But then it's uh, it's that long, long gap between paychecks. Oh, yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? You you sort of, it's like almost, for some people, it's almost a month and a half, isn't it? It depends where you are. Yeah, well, no, I I get paid once a month and Mm. cut off is usually at the end of the first week of the month. Yeah. So we, we start midway through the first week of February is when school will start back up. So yeah. I'm probably not going to get paid till like mid-March. <laughs> oh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh. Mm. You're going oh. to cut all spending and spend money only on fuel. Fuel <laughs> and models. I'm going to try my best to avoid buying too many 40k. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh. Get, well, I'll, we'll get to that shortly, but yeah, I'm I'm yeah. feeling that as well. So yeah. cool. Mm. You've been yeah, playing. So what have you been? Uh, what have you been up to yourself? Um, what have I been up to? Um, not <laughs> well. Like I said to you pre-show, I went to a World War Two uh, event yesterday. Um, it's 
like I said, it's called the Black Country Museum, which is not far from where I live, um, near Birmingham. And it was, yeah, like I said, it was a, an event devoted to World War Two. It's sort of showing how people here... It's, well, actually, it's called Christmas on the Home Front. So, it was, like I said, it was showing people um, how they... Or how they dealt with christmas whilst in the wartime you know so mm, the, mm. it was it was good you know so it was, it was showing how people make do you had a lot of people dressed up you know people part of that part of reenactment um which like mm. i said my, too early and my wife's looking to get into and you know which is cool you know i said go for it you know we've got to that age now we're in our 30s now and i said look we're past the stage of trying to be cool you know that's what you do in <laughs> your 20s uh. you know where you you know it's all about <laughs> drinking and and you know all that sort of stuff, partying. You know, I said, look, we're in our thirties now. I'm, you know, busy painting little men, miniature men. Now, mm. you know, if you want to do reenactment, you go for it. We're, you know, just just yeah. crack on with it. Yeah. So yeah, she's getting into that. Um, and I suppose that's about it, really. Just sort of just um, re- doing a bit of reading, which I'll get to because it's it's relevant to this episode. And yeah, yeah, just winding down for Christmas, really, and yeah. trying to not spend money on. <laughs> models <laughs> it's mm. so easy especially with damn uh, ebay yeah um so yeah um right well okay well before we get into the proper meat of the show obviously for regular listeners this would be yokai of the week see it's weird i can't say yokai of the week without <laughs> wanting to sing it so mm. yeah this would be the yokai of the week section um obviously this being a spin-off and have a slightly different topic um, we've decided on this one that this is going to be unit of the week. <laughs> da, da, da. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. So for this episode, we're going. Like I said, we're going to do unit of the week. Um, slightly different as well because we've already predetermined it. Because I know you guys that are listening think, God, these guys are so professional. They always know what's going on. They're so planned and prepared that we decided we would do this literally minutes before recording so we <laughs> predetermined the unit for this one but it's you know it's quite appropriate um i didn't mention earlier but this episode is going to be a warhammer 40k themed episode we may deviate to other mm. miniature related subjects <laughs> but like i said predominantly this is a 40k one um so for this one 40k is um, going to be the topic of the unit as well yep. so um, yeah, so Cameron, what have we picked for this uh, one? We, uh, we have picked uh, that shiny new kid on the block, uh, the mm-hmm. Primaris Space Marines. Primaris Space Marines. Yes. <laughs> um, these are basically... Well, actually, let's rewind. Mm. For people... Because we have to presume that people may not know what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. What, like, not, like every week, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, uh. <laughs> so, yeah, so Space Marines in the Warhammer 40k universe are... Similar to other things that like we've covered recently, like the Marines in uh, Starship Troopers, just much better. They're superhuman yeah. versions. Um, they're basically made from the DNA of the Emperor, who's you know the, psychic the, the good god, Jesus. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. You know, <laughs> um, I would say immortal, but mm, that's a bit of a debatable subject. He's mostly immortal. He, mostly, he's pretty much yeah. So he's, he's they are, like I said, that he's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Anatolia. <laughs> he's yeah. So basically, this, the um, Space Marines are, are super soldiers. They, you know, they've mm. got like two hearts. They've got third yeah, lung. They've got all, third lungs. You know, they they are properly enhanced. <laughs> they're bigger than normal humans. Mm. Um, they're stronger. You know, literally as you'd imagine, stronger, faster, yeah, more yeah. accurate, more intelligent. 
Um, they're not immortal, you know, they can die, but they're just harder to kill. They wear yeah. power armor, similar to like you'd see in Fallout, you know, similar yeah. sort of thing yeah, to that, really. Um, so that's yeah. basically what a Space Marine is. They're, well, they're uh, traditionally well, well. the good guys. I, I feel we should add on top of this, they're also all religious fanatics, armed with a fully automatic grenade launcher for their standard weaponry. Yeah, the, the <laughs> bolt gun, or bolter, is their main sort of weapon, which, when you actually see them on, in in model form and in picture form, you, it just looks like it's just going to be a normal machine gun, but when you actually read the lore behind the Space Marines in the 40k universe, like, like Cameron said, they're literally, these bolts... Uh, are huge they're absolutely massive they'll be in like fist sized fist sized <laughs> and they literally explode upon impact you know they the, you don't realize until like i said you read the law how powerful mm. these guns actually are they're literally blowing the crap out of things they're shooting at um so yeah so that's basically what the space marines are they're diff- they're they're in different chapters um they're they originally were in legions which were massive mm. versions of chapters chapters are now a thousand strong Space Marine, you know, it's basically their way of organising them, like like you would in any yeah. sort of army. Legions were, like I said, were the original form of them. Um, they, like I said, were massive. Um, there originally was 20, well, 18 technically, two uh, yeah. sort of off record, aren't they? They sort of <laughs> literally don't exist. They're waiting they, for a real uh, downturn in the company to release those, I think. <laughs> I, I, just like you, I think they're going to make, they, they are going to include them at some point, I swear, in the lore. Yeah. At some point, they will include those two missing legions as they're called so mm. they're down, they're down to 18 um each legion on has got a prime arch which is like this bit which is literally a son of the emperor so mm. that's jesus really so if you put yeah emperor as god they would be like the jesus you know but 20 of them yeah. 18, i should say uh, 18 jesuses technically <laughs> 21 who would be because uh, you got uh alpharius and omegon count as one oh Primark, yeah but the two people true um yeah, yeah they're get, twins get, get so, a little yeah, deep yeah. there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's an education for people. Um, so, so the Prime Archer, like I said, are like the the Jesus type characters, and they've you know they're, again they're if you think the Space Marines are superhuman, these are like different level. You know, like yeah. I said, these are massive. They're literally twelve foot tall, mm. um, and they all have particular uh, traits. Um, like Lehman Russ, who's the uh, the Primarch of the Space Wolves, is very feral, very mm. you know quick to anger, yeah. and you know in contrast to Rubuk Gilliman, who we're yeah. going to probably talk about at some point soon, yeah. who's the Ultramarines Primarch, who's very you know by the book, very standard, very well, traditional good guy. <laughs> yeah, literally wrote the book. Um, so the Codex Astartes, which we'll again we'll talk yeah. about maybe at some point, maybe. and. Um, yeah, maybe there's plenty to talk about. So yeah, so they, so they basically, yeah, he's the, they're sorry, they're the, like they said, the Jesus type um, level, and that's basically what a, a legion or now chapters are, are split into. Yeah. So <laughs> we will now get to Primaris Space Marines. So oh. Primaris Space Marines are mm. the next, well, as it says in the wiki here, the next step, aren't they, of the Space yeah. Marines? So they're like, so right. these are, so we've had, we've had normal Space Marines for thousands of years tens of thousands mm. of years now these are yeah. the super space marines now these are literally bigger. next level they're better fi- bigger faster they're stronger st- stronger <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> you know as as imagined they are literally all those traits so they're you know they're about another foot or so taller they they move quicker they're stronger and the basic premise behind them is they have been um built or created for ten thousand mm. years as we were saying <laughs> earlier um 
10,000 years and they've been built to basically try and turn the tide in the war mm. against all the bad guys. Well, pro, pro, predominantly Chaos, which yeah. is another faction, but all the others and anyone else they, they fight. Mm. So they are literally, um, yeah, they're usually super soldiers. So um, what else do you know about them, Cameron? Um, yeah, uh, they are bigger, better, faster, stronger, uh, more expensive, mm-hmm. both points and monetary-wise. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and they they are sort of designed to be a, a real step forward in the space marines. Um, they are in particular very genetically stable, which is a big yes. issue for certain chapters uh, because uh, um, so each primarch was very different from all the other primarchs, and um, some of those genetic like physical differences made their ways into their their sons, the space marine legions and chapters that came from them. Uh, for example, Lehman Russ, who you mentioned earlier, his, mm-hmm. his, uh, his successors, the Space Wolves and their successor chapters, uh, tend to suffer from what's called the Wolfen Curse, which is occasionally some of them will go nuts and turn into a sort of traditional film Wolfman monster, but in power armor. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, or in the case of the Blood Angels, they'll occasionally go insane and suffer... Um, God, the the black rage, red thirst. No, black rage, black rage, and the red thirst. Yeah, they're the two sort of main. Uh, they go all with. vampiric, berserker mode and can't be snapped out of yep. it. Uh, Primaris Marines yep. are specifically made genetically stable to avoid any shenanigans like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which is like a zero point zero one percent genetic deviancy per generation. Uh, so avoiding yes. any severe instability problems. Although there's still deviants based on their uh, Primarch and chapter of birth. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's right. They they they're based at the moment in, in the law wise. Mm. They are a lot of them are have been formed as what's been called the unnumbered sons. So basically, the as well as a lot of the Primaris Marines have been basically spread out over the, all the various chapters that mm. are currently exist of the space marines so they're, they're almost like going here you go there's a few for you a few yep. for you a few for yep. you they're literally just handing them out <laughs> um as sort of backup but the unnumbered sons are almost like they're almost like primaris space marine chapters um built already and they're split into and wearing the armor of which chapter they uh, or sorry which of the the nine Loyal Primarch gene seeds. Yeah. So, so basically, of the of the eighteen legions um, that originally existed, uh, nine are on the good side, <laughs> nine are on the bad side. That's to do with the Horus Heresy, yeah. which is a completely different. Mm. That, that, yeah, we'll Tale for another time. Tale for another time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so there was some heresy. They... There was a guy named Horus. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Civil War. Space Marine Civil War. That's the best way to describe it. Mm. So so of the of the eighteen um Primarchs, I said nine of them are, are still good what would be, you know, in quote marks are good guys. And so they've created nine legion sized Primaris Space Marine legions mm. um to fight together and they're like I said, collectively they're called the Unnumbered Sons. And the purpose of them is to show each other's legion the various different traits and and see how they work together mm. because one of the sort of reasons they they came across this is that they think that or one of the main downfalls of the or causes I should say of the horse heresy was the fact that you've got all these different legions all on the same side at one point all fighting together but 
you know they're they're brothers in arms, but they don't truly know each other. You know they still stick with their own. Mm. Whereas now with these unnumbered sons, they've literally just mixed them together. Yeah. So you have got Blood Angel, Prim- Primaris Marines with Space Wolves, with Dark Angels, with Ultra Marines, and all mm. the other variations, so that they can be collectively you know you know see the the good and bad of each other, and therefore they're not going to be separate from each other. Mm. Um, which I think is quite a cool idea, actually. Yeah. You know, it sort of yeah. it just shows that they can you know, coexist. <laughs> they, put, they put all their marines. five each other. They put all their marines yeah. through diversity training now. <laughs> yeah, that's but yeah, that, actually, that is a very good point. That is basically what it mm. is. It's basically showing that they can they can all coexist, you know, be one happy family yeah. together. So the Primaris Space Marines have been built or designed by. Um, Arch Majos Call, mm. who is, I believe, the sort of main leader of the, of the... Adeptus Mechanicus. Yep. Yep. I believe um, the Adeptus Mechanicus are the they, they cope. Well, what will they be considered? They're sort of um, they're, they're the, the, tech, the tech guys. Aren't they're religious tech guys. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, I I've probably made allusions to it um, in previous recordings but uh of anointing my machine and praying to the seals uh i i sometimes have a tough time getting into record and it seems like yeah. nothing logical works so i fall to faith which is what these guys have been yes. doing for the last however many tens of thousands of years uh we yeah, we don't basically yeah we don't know how it works but we know that if we say this prayer 10 times then turn the great wheel the machine will turn on so we do that yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so if you imagine like quite a religious cult mixed with where they they basically pray and praise machines as opposed to mm. you know celestial godlike beings, yeah. that's basically what the Adeptus Mechanicus are. Um, they're on the side of the Imperium, which is you know in quote marks the good guys of humanity, <laughs> but they're a bit mm, bit debatable really. They mm. sort of they are they are a bit they look after themselves as well. Yeah, they, um, so they're that's basically what they do. They're officially sanctioned. It's like. Oh, you know, we we say we worship the Omniscia and all that, and you know, your average person goes, "Well, shouldn't they worship the Emperor?" And then a priest comes along and says, "No, no, the Emperor, Emperor and the Omniscia are one and the same, because we need mm. people who understand how to fix a car." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it, that's basically what they are. They're, they they know the thing is they know they're needed yeah. by the Imperium, so they sort of they do get away with a lot. Oh yeah, but you know, but not everything. So yeah, so basically. Call, who's their, like I said, their main leader. He's been spending the last ten thousand years building and designing these Primaris Space Marines on the behalf of Rubut Gulliman, who yeah. is the Ultramarines Primarch, which I mentioned yeah. earlier. So he's been in stasis for ten thousand years because he got mortally wounded. He's been on ice, mm. <laughs> and basically they've um, resurrected him ten thousand years yeah, later. Hello. So this is a, like I said, this is a. Hello. He's like, oh, what have I missed? And low on um, the 10,000th year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again. It was 10,000. Yeah, he just kicked in. It's funny, that. Yeah. Um, it, that's a whole different story. They, like I said, they brought him back. It's to do, you know, you've got a combination. Of, I think the, the Eldar got involved as well mm. in this as well. They sort there, of, there's a, there was some you know, shenanigans. It's, it's been yeah. weird coming back into the hobby after having a break of a couple of years because so much random stuff's been happening in the lore. <laughs> exactly. And, that, and, that, and that's what we're going to cover. When we when we finish this section, because like I said, mm. we, we'll talk about our backgrounds and this, because like things, it, it's really changed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so so Gulliman's so Gulliman's back, and like I said he's now you know, throwing these primary space marines around to basically turn the tide yeah. against chaos. Yeah. So that is that is basically 
Primaris Space Marines. This was our very extended unit of the week. Unit of the week. <laughs> da, da, da. There we go. Yeah. Right. Let's let's uh, let's talk about uh, 40k. Mm. Well, more because we've, 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 we've been talking about, about 40k. About <laughs> yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's 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 start with basics. Let's go back. Let's go back to when we were a wee lad. Uh. So, Cameron, mm. what's your background on? Well, miniatures in general, but predominantly 40k and yeah. Games Workshop. Yes. Yeah. So where did it all start? Uh, it all be- tell us a story. It did all begin <laughs> with Games Workshop. Um, <laughs> actually. Which is which is handy. Um, yeah, no, I was but a wee lad of, I think fourteen, probably thirteen or fourteen, mm-hmm. and I was yep. making some good good friends in school. And one of those good good friends <laughs> invited me over, and I was like, "Oh, what's all that spiky grey plastic on in a box on your table?" He's like, "Oh, those are my corn berserkers." I'm like, "Well, what's that?" And it's like, "Well, it's a dude in a power suit with a big axe with chainsaws for for the axe blade." I'm like, "I'm interested." <laughs> Yeah, Please tell yeah, me you more. Sold me. Tell me more. Yeah. 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 And um, he sort of, you know, ran me through a couple of test games and stuff. Hey, shout out to you if you're listening, Ben. I miss you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, he uh, sort of introduced me to the hobby in general and sort of ran me through a couple of uh, proxy games because he, he only had Chaos Marines, so he sort of did little, like, I controlled a vehicle and a squad he called a vehicle and a squad and we sort of yeah sort of got to know the games that was back in like fourth edition it was when um it was on battle for mcgrag was yeah. the uh starter box yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No. yep and like, i really got into it like it was the tail end of fourth like really got into it as fifth started up um but yeah uh but yeah he sort of introduced me to it and then sort of ran me through all the different factions and stuff and i went oh they all sound really cool uh, and, uh, I was, well, what's cooler than big gribbly space monsters, so I picked Tyranids. Uh, I believe right, nice, we've mentioned nice. on the show before, you did, um, you did a talk about a book with Dave without me, I believe. Is that right? Uh, no, no we're going, going to. to. Okay. It's, time is, yeah, time is a yeah. human yeah, invention and I'm not quite with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fine. We, you know, we we cover yeah. so much that you know sometimes it's a bit hard to keep track. Yeah, we're gonna that we we are going to well potentially look to, as part of Monster Monster mm. to cover um, Tyranids as mm. a subject, they're, they're, um, just as an alien. Yeah. you know, so yeah. that'll be cool. But we'll yeah, we're gonna cover or it's gonna be based on uh, Warriors of Ultima yeah. as yeah, the the like... book. Uh, so we all need to get around mm. to reading it. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same for me. I need to, get uh, to give like a quick overview of Tyranids. It's um, if you took the bugs from Starship mm-hmm. Troopers, blended them with uh, yep. the quintessential alien from Alien and Aliens, indeed. Yeah, and then just you know put a liberal pouring of psychic eldritch monstrosity on the top. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would, they're, yeah they're, that's a good, good. They're a big sort of very uh, variable bugs. Of all descriptions, although they mm-hmm. have a lot of hooves, so they're sort of cow bugs occasionally. Uh, cow bugs. They got hooves. <laughs> what kind of bug has hooves? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. They're, they're quite sharp and mm. spiny, aren't they? They're oh. sort of. Yeah, and they come in yeah. different colours. They and they're quite they're quite a scary premise oh, behind them because they them. they have no real sort of feeling, mm. do they? They sort of, they just literally take over worlds for, for fuel, biomatter, yeah. and yeah. that's it. 
I mean, that they're the they're the worst kind mm. of enemy because you can't reason yeah. with them. They're getting similar to the the um, xenomorph yeah. from yeah. Uh, from Alien. You know, they're just a pure killing. You know, spreading. Mm itself around the universe yeah. type of creature yeah. you know so that's basically and they're clearly inspired oh yeah okay, that's what uh, games yeah. were actually yeah. clearly inspired by yeah and um I, I really like them also because they're the only and i'm going to put this out there they're the only true aliens in the warhammer 40,000 universe because uh, they're from out, mm, they're from out yeah. system uh they have they're not native to yes, our galaxy they uh they showed yeah. up relatively yeah. recently in the lore actually they showed up around 750 yeah, in m41 so, like, in the last yeah. 250 years yeah. of, you know, fiction that spans a 10,000, 20,000 year period, <laughs> they're actually yeah, very recent, right. but they've had a big impact. Uh, they've done some invading. They've done some eating. They've messed everything up because uh, not only are they the endless, uh, unstoppable, unreasonable horde of monsters, uh, they also mm-hmm. disrupt all psychic activity around them. Uh, so the only psychic powers yes, that really work are their own, which is just lovely of them. Yeah. <laughs> They're like a psychic EMP. Yeah, well, it's like... it's called, um, oh, it was really evocative. It was uh, the Shadow in the Warp. It's like, it's literally, yeah. there's just so many of these minds that are so focused on predatory instinct and nothing else that it just blurs out all other mental activity in the area. <laughs> Yeah, and that and they sort of sign that they're gonna come and take try and take. Yeah, it's, oh hey, our communications off world stopped working because the uh, the guy whose brain we used to contact Earth, his head just exploded. (laughs) (laughs) I just love their name though. They're like they're they're, well, I'm saying the name as in the court, the fact that they're called the Great Mm. Devourer. I love that, you know. But I just sums them up. That is literally yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're worth checking out. And also in the the actual. Uh, miniature collection. They've um, they've just recently got a new mm. codex as well. They've sort of had a bit of bit of love yeah, spread their yeah, way. They got so, some uh, some very good models good. these days. Mm. Very nice, absolutely. I mean, to be fair, their old ones were cool, great. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's sort of how I got in. <laughs> uh, I dropped out uh, probably first year of uni. So I sort of stopped buying Games Workshop products so much because I'm in Australia, and uh, we are given the beautiful. Oh opportunity by our benevolent overlord games workshop to pay an extra 20 to 30 percent on top of what the rest of the world pays <laughs> oh you lucky mm, bastards mm. oh it's it's so lovely uh, you know here's shipping mm. costs i'm like well we're closer to china than anywhere else you ship to but okay whatever you say <laughs> it's like they don't want you to have mm. hobbies same yeah. with video games for everything so so, uh, so australian games yeah. workshop hobby is a lot of uh trawling old sold mini bins and sort of going on ebay and getting the exact bits you need <laughs> yeah. or in my case you know picking yeah. it up again and realizing oh i don't actually need to buy all that much because i've already got most of it anyway <laughs> just never ended up using it <laughs> yeah yeah good show yeah. <laughs> um how about yourself how'd you get into uh, all this mess that mm. we find ourselves in yeah i know this expensive <laughs> but beautiful mess um, yeah, well, because I'm yeah, a bit older than you, bit. so I, I got into it when... No, we a bit older. Um, <laughs> so I got into it, I, well, I don't know, I, I would imagine I was probably, I don't know, eight, oh, nine, wow. ten years old, that sort yeah. of age. Um, and so I when I got into it, Warhammer 40k was mm. second edition, okay? So that's the one, if you ever see the box... It, box it's the one that's got the blood yeah, angels yeah. captain on the front uh, fighting oh. the orcs so yeah that was 
that was my <laughs> sort of first bit. And, and again, probably similar to you, it's, it, I, I must have been because of people yeah. that I went to school with. Um, also, I naturally, when I used to walk in or used to go into mm. town from when, where I lived as a kid, I naturally walked past oh, our local yeah. games workshop. You know, and, so, and you know, and just at that age, it's just you, you look in, you're yeah. like, wow. Every, uh, you know, it's it is, it is literally a kid mm. in a sweet mm. shop moment every time. <laughs> even now, even now as an adult, I look in, I think, oh god, there's so I much know, good yeah. stuff in here, and and you know, and it's. I think for me, I got into it as well because it was just mm. different to other toys and things to be into yeah. at that age. You know, because I, I'm a, I was of a generation where from a cartoon and you know, toys point of view, I was into the original Transformers, mm. Thundercats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and, you know, and all that sort yeah. of stuff, really. So, and it, it was just different, you know, it just, it was just, because it, it felt like, it felt adult mm. as well. It felt like you're not just get buying a toy and go, here you go, here's a Power Ranger, and you just play with it. It's the fact that you had to buy it, you had to build it, you had to paint it. It's like, oh, you know, this is quite... <laughs> adult you know as a as a 10 year old to have to, yeah. you know, to do stuff like that so yeah so I, I i got into it quite heavily and um you know i i used to go quite regularly to my local mm. store um because i used to do games night which was basically where the, the store would open later than you know so if it shut at, i don't know half five in the afternoon it would be open yeah. till eight so i'd you know so i'd go to school and just walk down, and um, and that's where you know you 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 felt like yeah, you're part of a yeah. club, <laughs> you're you're part <laughs> of the gang, and it's funny because at that age you you know you're quite impressionable, and you, you know you've got the slightly older lads yeah. that are into it, and they you know they they sort of obviously clearly better <laughs> at you tactically, they're bet better at painting, and you sort of almost look up to them, um, and I mean I must admit I I was a bit of a games workshop poor <laughs> in the sense that I used I've you know I've played pretty yeah. much every game I've. You know, I've I've been into every game, but I always will fall back to Warhammer mm. Forty Thousand. That's still my main game. You know, as I said, I've you know I've done yeah. Warhammer Fantasy. I used to play quite a bit of that, or what's mm. now Age of Sigmar. Um, Necromunda is a very close second. I've done Blood Bowl. You know, all the I think the only ones I haven't done are the really yeah. obscure ones like um, Mano mm. War and Epic, and you know the, the, those ones really. Um, yeah. So I did a bit of Epic, but um, but so the rest yeah. of it I've not. You know those other really obscure ones are not really touched, um, and I just loved it. And and you know I I used to do a lot of converting, mm. which is for people to know that's basically where you're tweaking you know existing models by you know changing them, you know adding a different <laughs> gun, a different head. Um, I think it's called kit bashing. Uh, it, now. It's, uh, sort of the, no, no, the it's, uh, it's, it's two separate things. So kit bashing is where you do it. Yeah, kit bashing oh, is, is where you do it only with spare parts, no extra conversion. So you don't. You don't ah. cut a lot of stuff. You don't do any sculpting or anything like that. You just use different parts. That's a kit bash. Right. If you do, if you do a lot of putty okay. work and a lot of reposing and repositioning, that's a full conversion. Ah, uh, right. Well, then in that context, I was doing yeah. a lot of kit bashing. <laughs> I was sort of, you know, just. Um, I remember, and I think I said, I don't know if I said this in another episode, but I used to um, build Chaos Space Marines, um, my own yeah. ones, because. Back in the day, they around that era, they didn't really exist, or you didn't really get mm. many models of them. They did exist theoretically; you could play <laughs> them, but they didn't have de- really many yeah. devoted models. So I, I would take a lot of spare 
normal Space Marines, and obviously I collected mm. a bit of undead in Warhammer Forty Five, Warhammer, uh, Warhammer Fantasy. So I had a lot of skeletons, so I had a lot of skeletons <laughs> and, and all those sort of things yeah. around. So you know, I'd take the skulls, you know, put it on their knee pads, oh, you and go. you know, just paint them mm. black and purple, and um, and it was good because I had, you know. It is. I always remember like going to my local store, taking these models, and you know, mm. showing the staff, you know, and and then being impressed and and like, oh yeah, you should bring mm. all these in, you, and you know, and you there's yeah. you know, ten year old Matt <laughs> feeling really special that these are like, oh, I'm I'm being accepted by people, <laughs> I'm part of the gang. Yeah. And that's what it sort of felt like, really. Um, and then, I, you know, I cl- I think I, I think I must have stopped about I don't know probably about yeah. the age that you got into it I was probably about you know 13 about 14 mm. I probably stopped for a while um I think because I just I, mm. different friends you know I, I had friends that weren't into that sort of thing and you know it's just things like you know meeting yeah. girls for the first time and all that you know I, I think you know I just sort of you know thought no I'm I don't want to say like yeah. I grew up no. because that's not really the case as such but I sort of just was like no that and then but to be fair I've always been into it in the sense that mm. I've always read the books I've you know you, you know for the years I've been reading the the novels especially the yep. Horus Heresy ones um I've played the the video mm. the various video games like you know predominantly like Dawn of War and things like that so I've always kept touch about it I've just never you know I've just not really got in back into it from yeah. a you know a physical yeah. collecting it point of view um i did try about two or three mm. years ago i said to my wife you know i think you know what i said to you earlier i thought oh, you know what i'm you know a, a, an adult now with disposable income i can get back mm. into this if i want and i you know i've got a few models but there's not many people yeah. up here to play with and you know and i, and I thought oh, and so i you know i sort of I, I gave up before i even really started and then you know now you know, through talking with you know with yourself and Dave and other people, especially on Twitch, I'm thinking, you know what? No, I'm going to get mm. properly back into this. And even if I don't particularly play it, I'm just happy painting. You know, I've got now that I'm you know I've, I'm now living in a house as opposed to a flat. I've got more mm. room for it. I can you know I can have a dedicated painting area. Um, you know, I've got a few friends now that are into board games, so I can <laughs> try and convert them into into playing this. So that's yeah. sort of where I'm at now, where I'm like, you know what, sod it, mm. I'm going to get into this. You know, I'm yeah. I'm of that yeah. age. So um, so yeah. So what so what are you what's your what are you planning on work? You know, what are you currently working on? Or yeah. Um, about so I, I mentioned that I started out with Tyranids, and I um, mean to continue as mm-hmm. I went on. Uh, Mostly because they're so goddamn cool, and I love them. But uh, I'm not. I'm not going straight <laughs> in. I'm going Tyranid adjacent, and I'm going to try and put together a gene stealer oh. cult. So uh, this requires some lore ex- explanation. <laughs> uh, so yes, gene stealers were initially not thought to be part of the uh, the Tyranid forces. They were sort of found just living on living yeah, on a moon called true. Imgal. And there's just this native creature that would reproduce by infecting other creatures, and then when they reproduce, they'd create more gene stealers instead of their normal, uh, their normal offspring. And you know, the the Imperium went, yeah. well, these things are very strange, but they're also very rare, so we won't exterminate them right now. We'll just mark that moon as extremely dangerous and not go there. <laughs> <laughs> Except someone went there because it was marked extremely dangerous, and no one else was going there. Um, and a few got off-world on a shuttle. Yep. Because it turns out they have hypnotic capabilities, so if they get you in their grasp, they can say, hey, yeah. uh, please take me away from here to a large population center in the perhaps most important 
local sort of system center. <laughs> and and there yep, uh, right. the cult began to grow. Uh, so Gene Steelers, yeah, they they are Tyranids. They're sort of the the vanguard, the forerunners of Tyranid forces. Um, yeah, they are they are infiltrators right. at heart, and the their unique reproductive cycle makes them excellent at this because what initially happens is you have what's called a pure strain Gene Steeler, so uh, a big sort of crouched, hunched over. Imagine um, imagine the alien from Aliens, but it's got a very short vestigial tail, a much shorter rounded head and four big arms instead of two long, thin arms. And that's essentially, you've got yes. a gene stealer there. Um, but a pure, tra- a pure strain gene stealer infects a human, or humanoid, I should say, host, because they can infect other races as well. Um, and then, yep. you know, in doing that, that human host is sort of hypnotized and is like, yeah, this, this thing's cool, this is my buddy, <coughs> and we'll sort of protect and shelter it and make sure no one finds it. And then they get an intense urge to settle down and have a family. Um, and, you know, they, they go and they have a kid <laughs> and it's a horrific, it's a horrific hybrid monstrosity. Yep. Uh, there's some great artwork. It's like a mother and father sort of looking lovingly down at this newborn infant cradled in their arms. And then there's the second piece where it's that exact same shot, <laughs> but it's this screaming monstrosity in their arms. But because they're hypnotized, <laughs> they think it's a perfect, beautiful child, and they love it, and they take care of it. And because they're so That's special, right, yeah. they don't need to go to regular tuition. They don't need to go out among other people. We'll take care of everything. <laughs> no, yeah, so no. Because they can't. Because they can't. Yeah, they get spotted. They'll get spotted. There's the kid with three covert, arms and a carapace. It? Get him. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in, in, obviously oh, in yeah. Australia, you'd, that that's, would just be normal. Statement. Statement. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, uh, that, that first sort of generation is a very obvious hybrid, and then once that hybrid grows up, he goes, well, I'd love to settle down and have a family too, so they can join the big family that's sort of happening, yeah. everyone in our neighborhood's getting together, forming a single community, it's real cool, um, and so the, the sort of the first generation hybrid goes, and usually with another hybrid, settles down, starts a family, and then the hybrid born from that is much more human looking. It still has usually an extra arm and a bit of carapace showing through, but it's beginning to look a lot more human. And then that generation will go and have kids and their kids will be almost completely human looking. There might be sort of a ridge on the heads where carapace under the skin starts to show, you know, they might have fangs and some weird looking eyes. And then that generation has kids that look (laughs) completely human and blend in perfectly and can't be spotted. Yeah. And, and at this point, the cult is almost ready to go. You know, it's hundreds or thousands or even millions of individuals, depending on how big the uh, the area they are. And in hive cities, where, you know, you've got hundreds of millions of people living all in the yeah. same space, these can get super big. And all the while, the original pure strain genius healers have been getting fat and old, just being in charge of the cult. <laughs> uh, but this this fourth perfectly human generation... <laughs> They go, they enlist in the military, they enlist in the public service, they enlist in any job where they can get places, yeah, yeah. government. Government. They enlist government anywhere they can get and, places yeah. and infiltrating aliens shouldn't be able to get. <laughs> and, you know, they wait. Yep. Because they also want to settle down and have a family. But at this fourth generation's reproduction is where it gets really weird, because then the latent gene stealer DNA bursts out and the next generation the fifth generation is pure strain gene stealers again so it's a self-repeating cycle that's right and the idea of how this works is like Mm -hmm. it's it's been five generations it's 
been, you know, 80 or more years at this point that this whole cult's been slowly growing up. And so they're ready to go. So this fifth generation is the shock troops. These are fresh-born gene stealers bred for combat rather than infiltration, usually. And they pop out, and the cult says, okay, we're taking over now. You know, the uh, the, the Sky yep. Father or the go Sky time. Mother or whatever they named the Tyranid presence is coming, and we are going to be ready to welcome them with open arms. All four of them. Um, and right. Yeah, and all this time... The original pure strain gene sealers have been a psychic beacon to Tyranid forces, slowly drawing the fleets towards the planet they're on. And usually it works out that the fleets arrive just as the gene sealer cult starts rising up, and so it'll be like, oh, we just got to defend against this alien fleet, no big problem, we got all our big guns, we got all these loyal troops from this one city. <laughs> oh, the loyal troops, there are. Yep, they're killing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's a, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a brilliant tactic though, where they're sort of like I say, covert, even though it sounds so mm. long, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it's it's gone five generations to you know to get to this point. But I think as I yeah. said, it's a fantastic idea that they're sort of covertly just you know over the years just getting into the mm. into positions of power or into positions where they can make yeah. you know the most impact. And like I said, they're then getting mm. their, the main fleet in and they just then cause chaos as soon as, yeah. you know, it's almost just added <laughs> insult to injury. I always find it funny, though, because even though I think mm. the concept is fantastic, I think what I find it odd is, to me, or the way that the Tyranids yeah. always come across is the fact that they feel like they're yeah. almost unstoppable, yeah. that, you know, it takes a lot. And even if, <clears throat> excuse me, even if they do sort of partly take over a world the oh, world's yeah. pretty much gone at that point so it, it I, I find it quite unusual that 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 the gene stealer cults are actually mm. required you know that he sort of he's all but then i suppose yeah. why yeah. not if you can do it and weaken you know the planet mm. so to speak or at least you know convert people yeah. and and that sort of thing that, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's great i think it's such a, and it, it's it's and it, it feels like mm, everything they're doing absolutely. is in the shadows as well you know, it's all behind the scenes. They're not, you know, they mm. they are fighters or will become fighters. But it's, you know, and there's, I think they have, like you said, they have some of them. Uh, oh yeah, like in, in that fourth they? generation, just Major before um, the pure strain gene stealers are reborn, uh, the people that come out look completely human. There will always be at, at least one very powerful psyker and always at least one very powerful uh, yeah. combat hybrid as well, called a Primus. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. I think this. I think they're a really underused mm. sub race. Sub race. You know, call them a race. Yeah, in, uh, in there, the there are some great. Yeah, yeah there's some great <laughs> so, stuff about them, very... but they're not as prominent as a lot of other threats. Mm. Which makes sense. You know, chaos shows up. That's no. happening right now. This is happening right now. We have got to deal with this. Gene stealer cult shows up. Yep. No one might know for a hundred, two hundred years that the cult is there. You know. Um, yeah. yeah. But when yeah, it does, yeah, exactly. And like, um, yeah, it, it's not like obvious <laughs> yeah. that this is beginning because um, a lot of the way that gene sealer cult infiltration starts is something called a space hog, so sort of a big mess of interconnected vehicles yeah. and asteroids exits into reality and just shows up. And people are like, well, we need to go scavenge. We'll get some old tech that we can send out to the Mechanicus. We'll get a bunch of resources, and you know, maybe two or three of our shuttles will come back with some extra passengers. 
Because Gene Seals are just <laughs> seeded in stasis into these yeah, space hulks and sort of just projected across the galaxy. <laughs> I, I think I think for a lot of people that may yeah. not be into 40k or Games Workshop may know about Space Hulk because it's it's often seen mm. as a, yeah. a gateway game for a lot of people, even though. You can't yeah, technically yeah. buy it at the moment <laughs> if you did want to get into it. I do, I, I do actually have nice. a sealed copy. I have one of the last, the last, the last versions mm. of Space Hulk. So no, not, so not the no. very, very original from the twenty late, years ago. The late the, reboot, the, whatever the whatever most was, recent yeah. was. Yeah. So I, they basically, I, I don't. Mm. Even though I wasn't actually collecting. Uh, games Workshop at the time. So this is probably it the, it's in the last sort of five, five four or five years. I'd say yeah. this would have been because it was right before I finished. Yeah. So they. So basically. Playing. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah. So so they they Games Workshop um, decided to pool all the existing copies mm. from all the different warehouses Sale. and then just do one final. Mm. Yeah. You know, when they're gone, they're gone. And you know, and and it's one of those where yeah. I thought, you know what, I'm just going to buy it. Just so I've so I've collected it, like I said, as a sealed copy, and you know, if I may open it up at some point, <laughs> I may eBay it. I don't know. I've yeah, not sort of yeah. got a plan for it, so I've got it there. It's um, just to send <laughs> yeah, my kids maybe. to college. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, so so Space Hulk. A lot of people may recognise it because mm. there's quite a few video games of it. You can. Especially in again in in re, sort yeah. of similar years to the board the recent board game, mm. um, you can get it on the PC. Um, there's been a couple of iterations of it, and you can get it uh, on, not on PS4 I think, I think as well. I think it's um, meant to be coming out in a couple of weeks for the PS4. The um oh wait, are you talking about the sort of the top down Space Hulk one? Uh, I was thinking of Deathwing. Yeah, not Deathwing. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about the the no Deathwing. Deathwing's been again um, really delayed oh, till March now on the PS4. Yeah, because oh, I, I had it pre-ordered, and um, yeah, it's gone to March. But yeah, so Deathwing is like I said, the, the latest iteration of it. That's a mm. first-person version yeah, of it. Yeah. So you can get, you can pick it up on the PC. It's <laughs> supposed to be a bit buggy, um, but there is a top-down version which is yeah. very similar to the the board game because um, it's quite. That's why, yeah. like I said, for a lot of people, it's a gateway game. I it gets you into the, the universe and playing these sort of games because it's a bit more simple. Um, and I remember there being one on the PS One, mm. PlayStation One. There was a there was a there was a Space Hulk game. Um, I just remember it because it's quite funny because I think you played. Yeah, I think you yeah. played as a Blood Angel, Space Marine, Terminator, and oh, what's it called? Space yeah. Hulk or something. Can't remember now. But I remember it's, it's first person perspective, and like every every minute or so, you're, you the character you play would go, <laughs> I can smell them. And like, you know, and you're like, I've heard this about fifty times now. Can you stop saying uh. that you're smelling these gene stealers? It's a bit weird. I know you can smell them, but mm. then you're in a very closed environment. <laughs> this is, you know, like I said, Space Hulk is very is pretty much a carbon yeah. copy of yeah. the second Alien fil- film, isn't it? Really, Aliens. It's yeah. very similar sort of concept to that. So yeah, yeah. so Space yeah. Hulk's always a good, you know, good thing to if you can ever experience it again. You know, especially the PC. You know, yeah. if you get it on the PC yeah. or the PlayStation, it's it's really cheap and it's quite an easy mm. game to get into. Even even when you you, you <laughs> bolter jams as well, it does it does uh, really annoying things like yeah, that. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's what space so hogs are all about. Uh, cool, you know uh, how how are we going to deal oh, this? Absolutely. This is this is ancient wreck with these corridors that are four and a half feet wide. Oh, we'll send it the guys with five foot wide armor. <laughs> 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 yeah, again for people listening, ter- Terminator, Space Marine Terminators are. 
the mm. older Terminators, so they're like the most experienced, yeah. you know, the, you know, the, the veterans, so to speak, um, and they get given yeah. Terminator armor, which is which is basically much thicker than normal mm. Space Marine power armor, but obviously it comes with the the I suppose the con of the fact that it's heavier, so you, you know, so you basically yeah, become yeah. a bit more of like a walking tank, so you know, in a sense, and you, you know, they have heavier weaponry, and 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 like I said, like what Cameron was alluding to there, it's a bit funny that you've got these, like I said, these fast uh, aliens on a very, you know, constricted and uh, claustrophobic. Mm. Uh, spaceship <laughs> and then putting these massive big, yeah. <laughs> these big space marines. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. Well, I mean, why they do I guess that, they but, thought, you know. you know, we can't get them on the speed. We might as well block access from one direction then just bring the guys who can carry the biggest guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So anyone who, you know, get, get in, like I said, if you want to sort of ever yeah. get into this side of things, Space Hulk whether it's even mm. like a video, video game form, it's it's worth oh, getting yeah. into because it, it gives you a good yeah. vibe about it. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, so uh, that's my your, pick. That's I've got a bunch of gene stealers. Um, I've got um, some cultists, although they're chaos cultists, so I'll be modding them a little. Um, and yeah, I'll see where I go from there. I might pick up cool. a truck or something. They can get cars to drive around in because... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can actually, can't they? They actually the get limo. cars, yeah. Because <laughs> they're... But you can because you, you can because you can use um, yeah you can also imperial freely guard. ally with imperial guard their models yeah, yeah so again <clears throat> yeah so for, again for the imperial guard are the best comparison is they are as we covered yeah, in yeah. our uh, recent starship trooper episode they are mm. like the grunt soldiers they're just normal humans they're not superhumans they're just normal people <laughs> enlisted given a gun yeah. and go out and mm. fight and just basically die oh, you yeah. know in, in you know just in mass but you know they can fight as well so that's basically what the imperial no, well, i should say um, they're not called the imperial what? guard anymore which is making yeah. this is the thing yeah. when you come back to this this hobby now the names mm. have changed of quite a few of the things now so yeah. we might as well cover that quickly while we're talking about it so like i said they used to be called the imperial guard they are now Space called Army. the astra militarum <laughs> i think that's how you pronounce yeah so know, they're, they're, it I sounds like cooler than the Imperial Guard. I mean, Imperial Guard was a cool-sounding thing. But, yeah, they're now the... And my, yeah, my big now, beef with that Astra is that um, it shorthands to AM, tight. which I always read as Adeptus Mechanicus when it's 40K-related. <laughs> it's just, it's what are they? Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem now. So you've... They've, they've sort of... Mm. Rather than keeping it simple, which is how it always used to be, you've now, they've now made it so yeah. it's a bit more confusing to actually know what race you're talking about. Cause, so, again, going back to normal Space Marines, they were al- always known as the yeah. uh, Adeptus Astartes, as the um, mm. as their sort of technical name of you know of Space Marines. That's the, their rapture, whereas, like I said, they're just commonly called Space Marines. Um, the, I must admit, though, the one thing that I find quite cool since I've come back into this is that now Chaos Space Marines Which, are now called yeah, Heretic that Astartes. That I quite like. That mm. that's actually that's quite a cool name yeah. for them, Heretic Astartes, so you know, traitor yeah. space marines. But they're still chaos space hey. marines. They're still the bad <laughs> bad guys. Um and then I yeah. think the one that I've got really oh, yeah. confused about is the Eldar. That is where I've got very confused. So again, for people listening, the Eldar yeah. are basically space elves. That's you know, they're futuristic versions of your yeah. elves that you'd have in Lord of the Rings and yeah. any other type Ex- of 
you know, media. Except this like is that. 40k, nice so they're Eldar, turned up to right? 11 and um, incredible assholes. <laughs> yes, yeah, they're very, they're very cocky. Yeah. They're they're literally a dying race. There's not that many, you know, mm. compared to other races, there's not yeah. many of them left. They're very cool. You know, they're aesthetically, yeah. they're really cool. They're very diverse. Yeah. Um, but and that's now, what they are, space elves. So the Eldar, I the, believe now, are called, yeah. the, they're called the, the Eldar. The overarching name is Eldar. Sort of you have name. the Inari, which are the sort of commanding mm-hmm. semi-god things, I'm pretty sure, sort of somewhat related to Eldar. Then you have the Drukari, yeah. which is the dark, Elder, which just used to be called Dark Elder, which was so much simpler. Darker. <laughs> yeah. Dark Elder, yeah. A bit like Dark Elves. And then just the, bad the guy, Harlequins the bad are entirely them, yeah. separate again. Um, yeah, the, the Harlequins, yeah. Are, they're just basically clowns yeah. and jesters. They're just their performance. But they're really they're yeah. quite... They're a very sub-set. Yeah. They're, uh, they're the Elder, they're really cool Elder. Well, they they're side with of. either the Dark Elder or the regular Elder, depending on what they feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So the because now it's part mm. of this new world in 40k. Um, which, yeah. Oh, actually, we'll, we'll cover that slightly. Sort of. <laughs> we're um, the tangents. Yeah. Right. So basically, which is quite good for me and Cameron. Now we're getting back into this. So the the, the Warhammer 40,000 universe has changed quite a bit. Yeah. There's, it's almost like in a new evolution, isn't it? So if you imagine, mm. if you've been collecting this from, you know, from the models and the lore for, you know, this section up until the the 41st mm. millennium. That's where 40k comes from, Yeah, 40,000 plus. It's the 41st millennium. <laughs> um, yeah, 40,000 plus, yeah. So, they, so basically, obviously, Games Workshop have realised yeah. that it's been very samey for <laughs> you know for literally thirty years, <laughs> in you know in real yeah. in, literally you know in, in real life now <laughs> thirty years it's been quite yeah it's been quite stagnant you know it's the same thing it's you know the the Imperium which is like I said the Imperial Guard the Space Marines you know all the good guys are basically on the are, you know constantly on the back foot from Chaos which is all the bad guys and then obviously you got all the other ones in between like <laughs> the Orcs the Eldar and Necrons which we may or may not cover. Um, <clears throat> so basically, they've, like I said, they've, they're, that's the way it's been for a while. So they've sort of, I wouldn't say mm. they've rebooted. Uh. Oh, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was thinking of a pun here. Um, they, they, they've not rebooted <laughs> the universe, but they've sort of, like I said, they've just moved it on 200 years. Um, they've sort of, because, and even, they've even mm. said in the recent law, they don't actually know what year it is. So, it, like I said, it's about, so it could actually be the 40, yeah, at this point. Uh, 42nd yeah. millennium now. It could be. They don't know, but it's about... So in, in, okay. the, in the law, it's yeah. about 200 years so, on now. So, yeah. what's, so what sort of happened? Oh. Um, I'm actually reading about this at the moment because I'm, mm. I'm reading a novel called Dark Imperium. Dark Imperium is at the moment... You know, this is about mm. an actual real book. Um, it's worth reading, again, if you want to get back into this or just get into it in general because it's given a good summary of sort of what's happening right now in the law. Um, so, like we said earlier... Yeah. Reboot Gilliman. Get that's why I, I was looking for a reboot <laughs> pun in there somewhere. But he's <laughs> so he, he rebooted Gilliman has come back um, and, like I said, leading this charge. So he's now on mm-hmm. what's called the Indominus Crusade. So basically, he's been spending the last hundred odd years <laughs> tidying up the Imperium. So he's woken up, obviously thinking, "What the hell has gone on for the last ten thousand years?" While I've been, in, you know, mortally wounded in sleep in it yeah he's like whoa i need i got a bit of catching up to do so he's basically got he's taken all 
all the current Marines or, you know, what he can get. He's then added the Primaris Marines that we were talking about earlier. And now he's sort of gone, like I said, he's gone on this crusade where he's sort of tidying up areas, like trying to claim mm. um, planets back from chaos and other aliens and just sort of like, right, you know, because he knows that he needs to get, they need to get their stuff together, basically, or the whole Imperium. So he's now, he's now mm. called the Imperium. Imperial Regent, I think that's what he's now called. Yeah. So he's like the self-proclaimed, self-appointed no. leader of the Imperium. No one's argued with that. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you're the only living, uh, well, you know, current living no. good guy Primarch yeah. that's left. So you, you can mean, have it. Some of them are we'll give alive. You that title. He's the only present. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I, I'm trying to, yeah, keep it simple. But yeah, you, Cameron's right. It's, he, he. There is actually some yeah, that are still alive, yeah. but that's that's a totally different Vulcan subject. Really. Uh, um, sorry, I could be, <laughs> be there for a while, while talking. To... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. you know, and like Lehman Russ and all the rest of that. Yeah, wherever they are, who knows? Um, so yeah, so he, that's basically what's happened. He's now taken over as leader of the Imperium, yeah. and basically the good guys are fighting back. You know, so like right, this is, and that's where, like I said, the Primaris Marines have now come in to sort of aid with that. Um, there's now something which i'm still reading about so i don't i can't give that much information it's called mm. the great rift is now opened um so there's like a, a crack in yep. you know in space yeah and the another great just, rift yeah you know, similar to the eye of terror which is a, 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 a another great rift is opened and you know it's, it's like i said it's just it's just changed things now so you've now got going back to the Eldar, which you're talking about, which is the new Eldar, the Inari. which is what they called yeah. again. The not the Eldari, but the Inari. So they're sort of like a, again a subsection of the Eldar who worship a new god. Oh, okay. So basically, a new Eldar god has appeared. Um, they've they've literally. He's, yeah. I don't know what he's been doing. He's been sleeping like Gulliman. He's just been he's been, he's been chilling for a while. So he, they, this new god has come back, and they believe. He's going to mm. bring the Eldar back to how they used to be. So the because the the main downfall of the Eldar was due to um, yeah. them basically Hedonistic. being a bit naughty cause, and a bit cocky and a bit <laughs> up themselves. So yeah, so they they were very hedonistic. They they because they were they were literally unchallenged for yeah. you know this is yeah. many years before current story current law so they were basically um yeah on top of everything they were you know they're the main dogs of of uh the universe and then uh, so they got a bit cocky a bit you know into things and then they through that they the god the chaos mm. god slanesh was created came into being and kill and that him yeah. coming into play literally killed most of their race just literally yeah. caused them to yeah. I don't I mean, just cause them their souls to yeah, disintegrate. It's really them, sort of so. <laughs> catastrophic <laughs> yeah. for the Eldar. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, Slanesh is the chaos god of pleasure. So, that's where it sort of comes from. And mm. so, the Eldar, that's why they're a dying race, because of that. And they're sort of trying to claw back. So, so this new Eldar and the new god, they believe, yeah. is going to basically take out Slanesh and bring them back to mm. where they are. So, so, they're sort of, again, a bit neutral. They're so to speak um and they're yeah. sort of trying to get as much support as they can um <laughs> um they look cool they they, yeah, they still look yeah. like normal eldar they're just like another subsection really um mm. so like i said back in the day it was eldar and so, then now you've got dark eldar got regular eldar these new eldar <laughs> you've got the harlequins um 
Yeah, yeah, regular Eldar. Yeah. So yeah, it just, it's just it, again, it's not far different to yeah, yeah. other things where you got dark elves, wood elves, high elves, and you know all that sort of stuff mm. in other Very media, which is obviously Warhammer Fantasy. Um, yeah, so it's the same same principle. So they, that's made it very confusing. But now they're just called the Eldari. Yep. I think they've just added an A yep. to the front and an I to the end of Eldar, and you get the <laughs> the Eldari. Um, and then you've got oh, again, which didn't exist when I was into it. The to do the Adeptus Mechanicus. Yeah, yeah. Those are the the, the, the Skitari have always been the basic like ground new... troops for the Mechanicus, who have their own armed forces. Um, but they're an actual playable force yeah. now, which is actually pretty cool. Like they've got some great models, and it makes sense. This is your high tech human army. You know, um, the mechanics have been slaving away on Mars for ten thousand yes. years, just building stuff, and you can finally get to play around with all that. <laughs> it's quite, it's cool. I think that's what I quite like <laughs> with what games should do. Games ops work. Words like Games Workshop do sometimes where they sort of you, you know about mm. these races but they don't really you know they just sort of come in and that out yeah. and then they sort of go right here you go boosh that's the um, you know now you can collect them as an army um, you've also now got the what used to be called mm. or used to believe used to be called the Sisters of Battle which is the <clears throat> which is yeah. they're all not quite but they're almost like female no. space marines they're not they're not super enhanced they're just nuns very tough women so purely female um right nuns with guns yeah basically nuns with guns and armor and they look really cool mm. and they like their they like their harsh fringes, uh, their harsh fringes that's what they're like all about. Their, their haircuts as well <laughs> so yeah they, they mm. yeah they're they're uh, really cool actually we've been asking um, for plastic sisters of battle properly. for so long and there's a lot of people that want that <laughs> Exactly, because um, mm. at the moment you can only buy them in metal form, which is what a lot of models used to be made of, whereas now they're plastic. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you, yeah, people want yeah. them updated. They yeah. will, I, I think it will happen because there's a lot of demand for it, because the sister bow of battle are really cool. Um, they're basically the, the, the army on behalf mm. of the, the Minister. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the like the high lords of terror, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, so you know, a lot of the governors, so the human governors. Right. This is like their, yeah, their army. I think that the reason they're female is because I think there was some some line in a mm. in a in their sort of rule books, you know, in their text in their sort of like, you know like their bible. They sort of said that, yeah. that no men can raise arms yeah. on their behalf. Yeah, so they got around it by <laughs> making them all female, basically. So. Which is really cool. So yeah, they're mm. now they're, they're now considered the Adeptus yeah. Ministorum as, as opposed to the Sisters of Battle. I do um, not know about you've these. Got the Sisters no. of Silence, <laughs> which I don't know really much about. Yeah, I, these are new to the... me. They look yeah, they cool. something with the custodies. Um, they're sort of in golden arm. Yeah. 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 This is again new stuff to us that are coming in <laughs> after a, quite a few years break of 40k. So yeah, they're there now um mm. but i think that's it i think most of them are still mostly um, i mean they're still they the same splitting really up all the space marine chapters into overall. their own books but that's because the space marines sell the best so yeah yeah <laughs> that was inevitable wasn't it yeah <laughs> yeah because when again when i was sort of into this as a kid the, the you always had the four main ones which are the ultramarines which mm. is the vanilla 
good guys that, you know, that that people get into initially <laughs> and then they go oh they're yeah they're they're boring space vikings. Um, and then you've yeah. got the space wolves which are the the viking yeah space vikings they're sort of feral um they have big beards yeah. and stuff so they're the that's basically their version of it you've got the blood angels which are the sort of close combat versions of ones that so Cameron was talking about earlier where they sort of <laughs> they can go a bit insane a bit bit vampiric um and then mm. you've got the dark angels which are like monk marines and not they're like wearing their the robes and <laughs> and that sort of thing so they're they're always yeah as, <laughs> yeah don't talk about it mm. and they yeah. there's they're that they were always the main four chapters um that that when you yeah. you know I mean, to to a degree, they sort of still are, and you know, they get like the Blood Angels and Dark bit, Angels actually. getting their own devoted yeah. codex. Literally days away, the Blood Angels one is like out any day. Um, for people listening, Codex yeah. is like their, their again, their yeah, Army yeah. List is their the book devoted to how you how you yeah. play them, you know, on the in the game and and their lore and things like that. Whereas now, predominantly, you've got mm. other things like Death Watcher. Are own, are their own sort of army as well. Um, Death Watch are they the ones where they're the, uh, sp- the yeah a collection yeah, of no, all different the, um, chapters. I yeah, believe. no, the uh, the Death Watch so almost, are uh, Space Marines yeah, requisitioned by the Autozenos branch of the Inquisition. So the Inquisition investigates a whole bunch of stuff to defend humanity, yeah, and the Autozenos deals with alien threats. And because aliens are so annoying to kill, if you're just a yes. regular old human like most Inquisitors are, uh, you go to a Space Marine <laughs> chapter and you go, I would like your, just one, just one of you, but I want him to be the best, the very best. And then you go to another Space Marine chapter and go, I would like just one of you, but I want him to be yeah. the very best that you have. And you build, you build your sort of like little tactical squad of, well, this is the best <laughs> Ultramarine they could give us, this is the best Imperial Fist, this is the best yada yada yada. Uh, paint them black because we're the Inquisition, but give them one silver arm to yep. be like, you guys are cool and unified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's basically it. And they get—they're quite cool. They're really cool actually because they wear—they wear black armor, but they wear mm-hmm. the shoulder pad of whatever chapter they're from, so you can sort of see. So they're yeah. similar to that. Yeah, unnumbered sons, primary space marine thing I was talking yeah. about earlier, where they're On just a much collection smaller scale from different chapters. But this has obviously been going for quite, yeah, exactly. So they're they're always quite cool. Yep. Um, you've got the yep. Grey Knights, um, another mm. sort of version yeah. of the. They're a very specialist version of the space marines. They are mm. all psychers, so they're all like, wizards, <laughs> you know, or, or magically. Um, tapped sort of individuals yeah, yeah. um yeah. and they're basically demon they, hunters um predominantly yeah. they they you know predominantly fight the demons of chaos they're 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 in they're sort yeah. of built purely well you know they will fight others but that is their main focus they're you know they're mm. they're trained mm. to not you know not be tempted by chaos and give in you know they're they're, they're oh, yeah. you know, a very I would say very, very religious. Well, I they are religious <laughs> to a degree but 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 mm. Yeah, but these are these are supposed to be very religious in the sense that they are devoted to, you know, they're 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 a bit like well, I was going to yeah. say a bit like a bit yeah. like Templars, but <laughs> that would be a different mm. um, different thing. But yeah, they're a bit like paladins. Yeah, yeah. They you know I don't know they're sort of very holy mm. and unique. Um, they've got very different like armor yeah. and you know they're, they're dressed in grey. Yeah, mm. they, you know they're again devoted purely to taking yeah. out demons and and 
the temptation yeah. that they bring. So they're they're really again, cool, very em- specialist. Em- employed very cool by the Inquisition as well. Those in, specifically in, work for in the branch of the Inquisition parts. that deals with demons. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So they're just like I said, another form. You know, like like you said, they're sort of another mm. form of the yeah. of the Death Watch, but. Again, dealing with demons, which is cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's sort of them, and orcs. the rest of them are pretty much the same. You know, you got your orcs, which are very similar uh, to except except uh, orcs we have to mention in, in, in any other orcs, media which that you'd um, see. But well, well, two things with orcs: uh, orcs in Warhammer Forty Thousand, <laughs> and indeed, I believe in Warhammer Fantasy, are spawned from fungus. So mm-hmm. um, orcs are very difficult to get rid of because when you die, uh, when they die, yes. they release this huge cloud of spores, each one of which can become a new full-grown orc within a month or two. Um, and also, all orcs in the Warhammer Forty Thousand yes. setting are yes. group psychers. So the more orcs there are, if they believe in something, it will work, which is the best thing. Um, they have they have a rule called yeah they have a rule called yes. the red ones go faster. Weird. Um, if enough orcs are around, they believe that red vehicles will go faster. So if the yep. vehicle is painted red, it gets a bonus to its movement. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, it's brilliant. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. It's. I, I think it's all. I think. I mean, I must admit. Yeah, yeah. I. And I asked this. I know we're going off on a tangent again, <laughs> but we're going to because it's a spin-off, and that's what we do. Yeah. Um, we. <laughs> I right really? now. I have never liked the orcs. It, mm. You know, it's one that is. Yeah, I must admit, law wise, I think they're great. But you, they're the one sort of probably of all the forces you'll ever, yeah. you know, of all the armies that we've been briefly discussing. Okay. They're the ones that I will never mm. collect. I will never buy an orc. I'll never paint one. <laughs> and that sounds really harsh because they've not really done anything wrong. I just sort of, they're just yeah. something I like. You know what? They just don't interest me mm-hmm. one bit. So I'm going to take the question to you. What's the one race or army or whatever the you know in 40k that you know you would go? I will not. I will never touch them. They're just not an army. I'm uh, ever going to collect. Mm, ever paint. Is, you know. Or is I would probably <laughs> is the first question. Say, Do you have one? I would probably say the Tau Empire. Like they're they're cool and I dig some of their lore, but they feel really oh, out of yeah. place comparatively. Like just in the tone of the setting, it's like. Oh, here's this relatively utopian society where a bunch of different sentient species yes. live and work together for the literally the greater good, capital G. Uh, and yeah, greater good. And I, I mean, yeah. I can't help but feel sorry for them. Like yeah. uh, they can, only use subspace drives; they that. never get anywhere quickly. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's like, oh, we just we just traveled for a thousand years yeah. through space. It's like, <laughs> cool, we did that trip in twenty three days on a regular ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a bit. They're a bit of a funny race. Yeah, the the tower. They like Cameron said. They they believe in the greater good, which and that's literally so it's like philosophically sim- religious. They're, they're religious, to a, but not really. They're more about. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're getting a bit. I suppose they're a bit like Buddhist monks, aren't they? They're sort of they're sort of just you know you're just doing it for the great you know like I said the greater mm. good, and they're they're very new um, or very young compared to yeah. the other races. They've only Hardly been around anything. about nine ten thousand years, which is you know again mm. the grand scheme is they're very young. Um, they yeah. look cool, yeah. I must admit. I think their armor because they they are very futuristic. <laughs> You know, I know you could say the same about Space Marines, but they've got very futuristic yeah. armor and weaponry. Yeah. That's, you know, they've sort of caught up quite quick compared to, you know, for how young they are as a race. But I think for me, 
that as soon as they, you take, they take their helmet yeah. off, that's what puts me off them. Mm. I don't like the way they look. In their armor, they look great. They look really cool and futuristic. Whereas when you take yeah. their armor on, they just look like something yeah. out of Star Trek, the, mean, like the gritty crap sort of race. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, oh, yeah, I, I can yeah. see your point on that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really like orcs, but my brother cool. collected them for a bit, which is probably why. Because yeah. they are just great fun. They're great fun to model, I find. Like, the vehicles yeah. especially, it's basically yeah. just, you build a frame, and then you stick whatever you want on it, because it's orky. <laughs> yeah. That's And that's fine. Mm. I mean, I... I I can imagine them being yeah, quite fun. I imagine the, being quite tough to collect because you've got to have so many models of them as well mm. if you make an army because they're cheap <laughs> in points. Well, he's not uh, monetary value. Yeah. They, they're cheap yeah. to have so you can have so many of them and that's their purpose because <laughs> they're a horde type yeah. army. And, I don't know. You know it's so not, as, do a not lot as high as one of the lists I made. <laughs> you've got to get a lot of green paint. 7th edition um, Warhammer Fantasy and it, this was a theoretical list. I never even attempted to build it or field it. Um... In a 2,000-point army, I had 1,010 models. Right. Because Skaven Skaven slaves were one point apiece. Wow. I was like, I just planned that. I'm like, that would be hilarious to do. It would be a ridiculous time and money investment. And also, I'm not sure I could fit 1,000 models in the deployment zone of the table. (laughs) But it would be... It would be the ultimate way. Yeah, you do nothing. You take your warlord and you take that nothing. That's crazy. <laughs> the most basic, lowest level troops in the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I imagine mm. that people that collect or oh, yeah. play with orcs yeah. are just ones that just want to have a good, good fun, mm. you know, good laugh really mm. with it because they're just like I said, they're just a crazy army that just gets stuck in, and just overwhelms everyone. Um, and I said that just the the way mm. they look, the way they talk, or you know, because I always made, oh, I always made that. Have you played so Space Marine, so the, the the video game that came out? That game yeah. is really good. It's actually one of the, the few good one yeah. forty thousand yeah, like sometimes. guaranteed games because the yeah. license is a bit. God, I wish they'd done a sequel. Debatable when it comes to the video games, <laughs> but it's, it is yeah. Space Marine Seven. They go Space Marine. They're all, yeah. they're all saying like they're from from uh, my neck of the woods. And they're just they're just great. <laughs> they just keep saying it all the time. Space Marine, um, but yeah, they're, they're, like I said, they're oh, an yeah. acquired taste. Yeah. But I imagine if you, you you're into them, you're into yeah. them. <laughs> I think that's, that's covered a lot of them. So um, six. I can't cool. think of anything okay. else too um, major we're missing. I suppose the only other oh, race right, really yeah. that um, we've sort Egyptian of robots really covered in space. is the Necrons. Um, <laughs> the Necron, the Necrons. Yeah. Yeah, they basically look like Termi- like they're out of Terminator Two, don't they? They're literally um, um, they're quite they're, they're a yeah. race I don't know that much about, but they forever. from what I have read, yeah. they're quite interesting because they, they've been around like yeah. forever. So they're sort of they're just they're coming back I to know the life, aren't they? They're waking up I do in not various know if parts this is current, of the universe. So no one, no one at me if this is wrong. Um, uh, the old okay. law is that um, so the Necrons are this robotic race who serve these god-like beings called the Catan, these sort of star gods is what they're usually described as. Um, and I believe the original story is that they were a yeah. species that grew up on, sort of evolved on this heavily, heavily irradiated planet, and, you know, they had very short lifespans. And eventually a Catan, uh, the one known as the Deceiver, came to them and said, hey, I can make you all a model, you work for me. And they're like, 
oh, that that's a good idea. How to do this? And he's like, Seth gave them all these plans. You've got to build <laughs> these facilities. You've got to build all these kind of things. And everyone went along with it, and it was cool. And as soon as they were put into their new robotic bodies in which they could live forever, the Deceiver went, cool, I'm in charge now. <laughs> I own you. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it came and said, hey, I'm <laughs> yeah. the Deceiver. Yeah, basically tricked him. Want yeah. me to make yeah. you live forever. What did they expect? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're quite they're yeah. a cool army. If you want to mm. get into something quite quick, they're a bit behind model wise. There's yeah, you know, they're one little... they're one of those races that's from what I've seen has been neglected a bit. Um, they need a bit of updating. Oh, yeah. But from a painting point of view, they're really easy to paint because they're yeah. not there's not much to them. Any they just metal need to paint you want. <laughs> chrome or sil- you know silver you know, metal, and, mm. yeah, make their guns look a bit green yeah. and then they're sort of ready I to go, cool. really. So, they're again, they're a choir taste. Um, mm. But I think for, a, yeah, oh, yeah, they're quite, they, they, they got their place, you know, and I think once mm. they once mm. they had a bit of love given to yeah. them from Games Workshop, then I think um, yeah, they'll be quite, yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, sort of, so, sort of um, hearing. Yeah, so that's pretty much most of the race. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sort of steering off from this massive. <laughs> this is off tangent. the back of asking you what um, you're doing. That, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, what are oh, you God. planning on doing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, what am I doing? Um, I uh, well, mm. it's it's been tough actually deciding what where to sort of go with this. Um, I yeah, like I said I've always really liked yeah. Chaos Space yeah. Marines. I've always liked well Heretic Astartes, but I'm going to call them Chaos Space Marines. They, um, I've always liked them mm. because I think that I've always liked Space Marines, oh, but yeah. they just got a bit more to me personally. <laughs> they've got a bit more character to mm. them, and I just like playing as bad guys as well. I'm like it in video games. I like I like you know if it. You know, I'm playing a Mass Effect or you know, or anything like that. If I can be an asshole, I will be an yeah, asshole yeah. in in video games, and I sort of th- that's how I like it. Um, from uh, from a Warhammer 40k version as well. So mm. I was originally going to go with the Thousand Suns. The Thousand Suns are yeah. the they're the great they're the, sort of the great psyker type. Um, it was it was an entire sort of. legion of psychers. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're sort of very. Yeah, yeah. So they're they they're you know they're bad guys. They're the you know a traitor yep. legion. Their their primarch is the is Magnus mm. the Red, who's a you know very powerful psyker himself. Um, yeah, and they're yeah, super they, cool they, they 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 got a very Egyptian yes. look to their armor and such. Like they got scarab terminators and mm. and and they're called their main sort of ones are called rubric marines and things like that. And and so I've, I have bought a box of them, <laughs> but then I you know I thought two reasons mm. i sort of held off on them <laughs> so they're for a later day the, re- the t- reason one yeah. is they are due sometime next Hopefully. year to get their own codex <laughs> and we obviously will come with that they'll get new models so i i think you know what let's mm. let's tackle them when they've got a bit of you know a bit of love given to them so i'll i'll do mm. that and then secondly they're they're notoriously hard to paint you know, you've got to be very good with your brush because they've got very intricate details on their models. They've got, you know, predominantly a blue and yellow uh, color scheme. Yeah. But, you know, just the way you paint them, they, you, you have to be pretty good with the brush. And I mm. haven't touched, you know, I haven't painted for, you know, literally since <laughs> I was a kid. So I am thinking, you know what, I'm going to balls them up if, if I get stuck into them. So 
I'm not, you know, off the back of that, I've gone the other direction, and I'm I'm going to yeah. start building a Death Guard army instead. So Death Guard again, another another Chaos Space Marine Legion, but they are they are under the God Nurgle. Nurgle is yeah. the god and of the pestilence nicest. and plague and he, he's disease the nicest and, god and that sort of thing <laughs> and that's how they look his grandfather yeah, they they look disgusting <laughs> he loves yeah. you <laughs> yeah. yeah so they he's <laughs> yeah grandfather no oh, oh papa nurgle mm. exactly he just uh, puts, yeah, puts well, on his yeah. puts me on his knee the, the knee that falls <laughs> apart and you know and turns into wax and pus it, they're just yeah they're 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 basically a legion that before they turned traitor, they were a legion of space Marines Mm. that were very well known for their slow methodical way of fighting. You know, they sort of, they, you know, they were, they wouldn't speed in and get stuck in, but they would just, you know, gradually get, you know, get closer, pummel the art, you know, whoever they're fighting and, you know, very tough. And that's obviously sort of where they've taken that on really. So, yeah. So the, um, the death guard have (laughs) been given, well, it depends how you want to look at the curse or the the love of Nurgle. So mm. they, you know, they they literally they got pus coming out of them. They got bloated, you know, bodies oh, and yeah. intestines it's coming crazy. out. Um, but it makes them very very resilient, um, both in the, yeah. both in the law, both in the law and in the g- game in terms as well. You know, they're a very tough army to take down, very slow and methodical. Um, so mm. the reason I went with them is, well, there's a few reasons I went. I've decided yeah. to go for them. One. They're going to be very a lot more yeah, forgiving exactly. to paint. Covering if mess. I make them look crap, I think, well, that's what they're supposed to look like. They're supposed to look horrible, so I can get. A, <laughs> so while I'm, you know, getting back to be, you know, uh, getting my practice in when it comes to painting, I thought, well, that's a good one to do. Also, because of, like I said, this new version of One Forty K, so we're on the eighth edition now. Um, they're actually them and, and you know the primary yeah. Space Marines are the the main. Uh, models you get in the sort of starter sets <laughs> so i thought well that means there's gonna be a lot of them floating around on ebay which is sort of what's happened mm. i've basically you know i've already got i've already got the half or the their yeah. the, their parts that come in the dark imperium box set which is like the main current set of 40k where you get the rule mm. book you get some space marines and you get some death guard so i've bought off ebay for obviously a, low, a lower yeah. price of buying the box set i've got the whole you know all their all their things and then i've bought some other plague marines on top of okay. it so i've yeah. got you know i'd probably say i've got about 1200 points i'd say worth of army so <laughs> um so yeah i'm just gonna i've, I've bought my paints yeah. last week when i was out i bought about i spent far too much on paints so i was like oh god mm. you know, i'll buy that one i found what i've done i'm cheating a bit i found a youtube video yeah. of someone that's found a really good and quite relatively quick way to paint death guard mm. and i think i think that's how i want them to look and i can get that you know we're yeah. telling all right use this do this technique because he's talking about things like dry brushing i've mm. never I, when <laughs> i was into it you, there were, that that technique never existed <laughs> you know when there was no such thing as a dry brush uh, for people listening basically dry brushing is where you uh, <laughs> you have a literally a dry brush and you put a bit of paint on the edge of it then you then take like a paper towel yep. and sort of you know, try and get as much paint off as possible so you're down to like the bare minimum and then you then mm. lightly brush it over pretty much the whole model and it basically picks out the edges of you know so you do it often in this the same type of color so you, if you're doing green you do it in a different shade you know, yeah. a different version of green and it'll just highlight the green areas and things like that so mm. yeah so that and then i'm gonna sh- you know i've got a few a sh- uh, few washes you know to put over them and 
So yeah, I'm just so yeah. hopefully yeah. what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait until when I've got about ten days off at oh, Christmas. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. when I'm going to tackle them. I'm not. I'll wait until then. Nice. I'm a bit busy at the moment, so yeah, that's basically going to be my death guard. And then when once I've, you know. Mm. feel I'm, I'm getting somewhere with them that's when i'm going to yeah. get some of the more expensive units i want to get um oh what's his name typhus who's their sort of one of their main leaders i'm going to get yeah. him at some point but i don't want to i don't want to be crap at painting yet you know and start on him i want to be yeah. good you know get to at least a deeper <laughs> you know what will be a decent standard Just for me which won't be that great but yeah. i don't want to sort of buy him and then like uh, make a complete mess of him <laughs> yeah so so I'll, yeah. I'll try on the uh you know the, the more grunt type soldiers just yeah. you know paint them for a bit and then i'll start the specialist ones so nice. um yeah and that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna start with really um and then i, th- I think mm. then once yeah. you know, i feel i've done that i will yeah, probably move on to a space marine army of some sort because I like Space Marines as well. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm working on. Um, yeah. I've yeah. got... Right. So, Necro, I got Necromunda. That came in the in the post. Um, yeah. Actually, we can talk about what... Bo- right. I'll talk about what board <laughs> game arrived Fair for enough. me in the post. And then you can talk about what game right. arrived for you. So, I'll get mine in first before you completely over- overshadow my version. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, Necromunda arrived in the post the other day mm. necromunda has been rebooted um it's part of the 40k universe technically um i sort of mm. slightly spoke about it on one of our monster yeah. monster episodes a few weeks ago it's basically a gang warfare game so mm. it's, it's quite good because you don't need that many models sort of i don't know eight to ten models you know as a gang uh they're all divided into houses of you know of various varieties and you you know it's got slightly different rules it's actually very similar to the 40k rules that existed when i first got in i.e second edition um and you know they're quite easy games to play so i I, again it's literally a few feet away from me at the moment and i've not again (laughs) i'm saving it for a rainy day which sounds a bit bad because i've just spent and bought this board game but again i don't want to touch it until i've got the time that i can devote to it so um so yeah that's quite fun um okay what arrived in the post for you cameron uh, my copy of uh kingdom death monster the uh <sighs> the 10 and a bit kilogram box of board game <laughs> i can't believe how heavy that is it is it so lo- heavy it's it ridiculous like does it smell moment, good tell me does it, it sm- smell good it smells pretty good it oh, smells pretty good it, it um amazing. especially so you, you know that thing, that incredibly satisfying sense where you open something new up and that little waft of fresh box smell comes? <laughs> yes. You get that about 50 times with that box because oh. there's all these things in different wrappings. Like, you know, the board itself is wrapped up nice and tight, so you open yeah. that up and it's like, mm, fresh board smell. All the cards are in big blocks in there, sort of sealed, in sealed up, wrapped up state suit. So open those, I was like, mmm, fresh card smell. Mm, uh, you open the good. miniatures bit, and it's a giant bag with a bunch of little bags inside it, so you can just do it over and over again. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, um, so it that's my... It. Yeah, it's it, that, that's my other summer project, is to sort of get that together and get it painted. Um, I've started already, I've got the lion and the starting survivors together. Nice. And I'm working on doing my antelope conversion, actually. Cool. 
Um, but I'm sure I'll talk about that more on another episode. Another of episode, mini yeah. Mini mini. <laughs> but most, but most importantly, was it? Does you so far? Do you feel it's worth it? Knowing the high price of that <laughs> board game. Yeah, uh, it's a high entry price. I think it is. Um, I've played. So I played the prologue, which was you know you start out with four survivors. You've got a yep. loincloth and a sharp rock, and you have to fight a lion. <laughs> <laughs> Very dumb. Um, and so right? I. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and so I did that, and I did okay at that. You know, one person died, and one person got a permanent arm injury, but apart from that, it was fine. Um, and, you know, I started a settlement and stuff, and it was like, and that was one session, and then I did another session where I went and hunted down a white lion, and I got absolutely destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone who's been following me on Twitter probably saw that thread of, okay, I'm going to hunt, my fir- do my first hunt, ooh, big excitement. Uh, I only got bones from the prologue line, so all I've got are bone weapons and helmets. I don't, I couldn't afford any other armor <laughs> or any other different kinds of weapons. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, the hunt went okay, except for the bit where the line got a mood, which is basically an extra AI card. Oh, and okay. the thing about and the thing about it getting uh, mood during the hunt before the actual showdown before the fight is that effectively gives it an extra wound. Oh, okay. So. It went from eight wounds to nine wounds, effectively. Also, Nasty. Or maybe or ten wounds to eleven wounds. I forget exactly how much a basic line has. Um, <laughs> but but that 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 mood it got was called a uh, ground fighting, where it doesn't do any actions. It just sits there, and if you walk up and you attack it from a square adjacent to it before your attack goes through, it attacks you first with wow. extra damage and more hits. Um. But it's okay, because once you wound it, that goes away. It goes into the AI deck, and it, surely you'll never draw it again. Uh, surely. <laughs> yeah, no, so, you know, as you know, I got to the actual showdown, and that was fine. I had a character with darts, so from a safe distance, I picked off the ground-fighting mood and put that away. Uh, even, it went back into play, technically, so they had an extra wound, but they weren't ground-fighting anymore. It was fine. Uh, the the first card it draw, drew was called Revenge, which was it targets the last person who wounded it, which was the ranged character who was the only person to wound it so far, does attacks that do high damage, hit the same location twice, and just in one in one attack killed uh, one of my more experienced survivors with the only one with a ranged weapon. Oh, gotcha. And uh, things just went downhill from there <laughs> to the point where I lost the other three survivors in two turns. Like, there there were a few turns in between that, but over two turns, uh, one survivor just got uh, scratched up so badly that she bled to death, and then the other two got decapitated because ground fighting came back into play, and I had no ranged weapons, so I had to go in to try and beat it off. Uh, uh, That sounded wrong. Uh, To try and beat the mood (laughs) off of it. Uh, (laughs) And, um, yeah, so like one guy stepped, I was like, Okay, I'm going to make a tag. The line's like, well, I will attack first, and I will decapitate you. <laughs> and the other guy just watched that. It's like, well, surely this won't happen again. Walks in, is immediately decapitated as well. I'm like, well, great hunt, guys. Good job. You all died. <laughs> Lesson learned there. Oh, wow. Uh, it, it, it wasn't a total loss, because um, I took a path where it's like, if people die during the hunt, you can do more things during the settlement phase. Uh, oh, okay. And so I just made up for it. We lost four people. I had seven babies. <laughs> just oh, like, wow. we will build this population up. We'll have as many people as possible. If everyone's going to die on every hunt, that's fine, as long as I can get a few resources here and there. Yeah, sort of... absolutely. I'm, I'm doing the Imperial Guard. 
you know? Yeah. Who <laughs> yeah. Just send loads out. Yeah. Most of them die. But yeah. There'll be some left. Yeah. Who cares Keep if it takes going. five billion men to defend this point? <laughs> if it takes five billion men, I'll spend five billion men. Exactly. <laughs> That's a paraphrased nice. quote from the law, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's true though. That's yeah. literal. That's what happens to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they're cool. drawing from an imperium of quadrillions of people. What's a few billion exactly. soldiers here? Well, it was a, yeah, it was a matter. <laughs> Pocket change. Yeah. Uh, Warhammer no. okay. It's so great. Such a good thing. Oh, it really is. Could be here forever talking about it. Yeah. No, well, I'm, glad, no I'm glad. You, I'm glad you're doing it. So yeah, we'll. Yeah. I said we'll save Kingdom Death Monster for mm. properly for another episode. Uh, I oh, mean, yeah. I will talk about my experience with Kingdom Death Monster. Yeah. Which has been a bit mixed. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not in a position at the moment to get the board, the actual main game, and mm. I don't know if I ever will. But yeah, who knows? So a while back, I bought the. Halloween um, pin-up Twilight Night because she looks damn sexy. And I wanted to be part of the club as well. I thought, yeah, hey, yeah. you know, you, you know I'll, this would be my my bit and, you know, I can paint her and, yeah. and uh, have her on display. So, obviously, I've been waiting for her to, to arrive and, as you mm. know, on Twitter, I got quite irate about having, getting hit with custom charges yeah. as part of this because... It was quite an expensive. I mean, I think with postage, she cost me about twenty-eight pounds, which is quite a lot yeah. for one model. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I wasn't fussed about that because I think you know what, no. she's one of five hundred. She's limited mm. edition. I'll, I'm happy yeah. with that. But then to get hit with like twelve, thirteen pounds worth of you know of mm. uh, custom charges, which yeah. so it's a, you know it's a forty-pound model. That's you know that's that's like yeah. well for Americans that's about sixty dollars. Mm. For you, it'd be three hundred dollars in Australia. Yeah, some um, <laughs> <laughs> and. I, you know, I just felt. I, but did you see on Twitter where the the actual that where Kingdom Death Monster tweeted back to me, but then delete that then deleted the tweet and then re then tweeted again to me because basically mm. they tweet when I because obviously I copied you and Dave in and yeah. I copied Kingdom Death Monster in, um, and they sort of I think initially gave me quite a snarky response back, sort mm. of saying, "Well, we're a legit company, so we do things by the board." I was like, yeah. oh, oh, okay, um, but then obviously they deleted that tweet. But I did, I did obviously get a chance to read it first. But they deleted yeah. the tweet, and yeah. then obviously you sort of re- thought, oh, yeah, we're a bit, we've come across a bit snarky there. So I sort of said, well, you know, we we send things as gifts, and obviously give the true weight mm. and value and stuff. And and I, you yeah. know, at the end of the day, I I fully respect that. I don't, mm. you know, I don't expect them to go against the law, you know, because obviously no. a lot of these com- companies, especially the Chinese companies, will just you know, to say everything is a gift and therefore obviously yeah. bypasses the uh, customs and taxes and things like that. And mm. that's fine. You know, I've got no problem with that. Yeah. I was just a bit gutted. That's all. You know, yeah. I just was, yeah. You know, you know, but that's the you know. way of the world, unfortunately. <laughs> well, exactly. And now, and now I've got another model on offer, which was black Friday. Cause obviously mm. Dave, Dave said that they're on offer and I was like, yeah. I'm not getting stung with that again, but obviously no. he pointed out some of them of UK, um, of, yeah. Warehouse. So I've ordered the. Oh, I don't know the one with the spear. I don't know what. Oh. I don't know what she is. The problem is I'm buying models purely <laughs> by the way they look. Because I don't. Yeah. Obviously, I've never played it, so I. I don't know what she. I don't know what she's called. <laughs> uh, yeah, one with the spear. God. I don't. I don't uh, know. To be sure. To be fair, there was a Black um, Friday Ninja. That was a Black Friday yeah, specific special. Um, no. I'll have a. 
Let me just... I've got to bring it up now. There was... She yeah. looks really cool. I think she's one of the original. Like I think she was the first model that mm. got released. You know, that's the not in the main game. White, white speaker. Ah, uh, yes, white speaker. Yeah. That sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, I've got her. You mm. know, so whereas now with Black Friday and and delivery and such, I think she's can, she's cost me about sixteen quid, which is oh, fine. That's, I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. I can take that. <laughs> and yeah, I know I'm exactly. not going to get hit with customs because it's coming from the UK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I should get her in the next oh, few weeks. Good. So, again, her and um, the the uh, pin-up Twilight Night. I'm just saving mm. for when I'm better at painting. Yeah. <laughs> don't want, well, don't the, want, especially with these two, I don't want to waste. <laughs> yeah. Waste yeah. Crap well, those painting are like, technique. Yeah, on. those are like purely artistic models. You can't really exactly. use them for any gaming sensibilities. I think you might get. No, exactly. You might get Kingdom Death promo cards in them, though. If I'm really right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you get the cards. Yeah, you get a little and, gear and card. Well. I mean. Yeah, I just like I said, I can just be, I can just feel I'm part of the club and go. Look, look, I got one. I got one too. Uh, look, have, Please talk to me. Yeah, I'll have to drag my <laughs> drag my way back to the UK uh, with my massive yes. box in tow at some point. <laughs> yeah, we're going quarantine for six months. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's cool. Um, I think the only thing I. Like I said, I'm, I'm reading Dark Imperium at the moment, mm. and I've just finished the Fabius Bile oh, audio book, yeah. which is actually really good. Mm. Um, it's called Fabius Bile Primogenitor, prim, uh, mm. is the name of the novel. Um, basically, Fabius Bile is, in theory, a chaos space marine. Sort of. He's yeah. sort of. He's a bit, he's a bit of a weird one to yeah. class he's sort of almost neutral really but in theory he's a chaos space marine because he's part of the emperor's children mm. which is the uh, legion that, that <laughs> is under slanesh yeah. which i mentioned earlier um, <laughs> yeah they're the the pleasure pain type legion so mm. he's but he's their chief apo- their chief apothecary mm. so he's their sort of chief medic but he's basically a twisted surgeon. Yeah. He, you know, he just cuts people up and experiments on them. And you can still get his model. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, his model, need, his model needs updating. Oh, a bit. yeah. It's, a bit, it's pretty it's old. Of, it's, I think that's the same model that I, when I first, when I used to be in it, into this hobby as a kid, mm. I think they really changed his model. Um, so, yeah, I thought I'd give it a go um, on Audible. So I've been listening to his book. It's really good, actually. Okay. I, like I said, for anyone, it's worth listening to. Um, I don't think you need that much background on mm-hmm. it, you know, to be fair. If you went in a bit blind, you could sort of get the gist of what's going on. Um, I won't spoil too much, but there's sort of there's bits to do with Harlequins in it, yeah. which I wasn't expecting. So you've got mm-hmm. them. It's basically... It's basically Emperor's Children versus Eldar. Yeah. In theory. Yeah. Okay. That's basically what the story's about. But it's a it sort of it gives a good bit of insight into him and his character as well. Mm. And sort of where he you know, again about what I said a minute ago, where he's quite neutral, where he doesn't believe in you know, he has no he doesn't adhere to the gods, you know, he's yeah. quite you know, he's quite yeah. neutral. So yeah, you know, it's it's worth, definitely worth a listen to. Mm. It's about I think it's about ten, ten, eleven hours long. Okay. Um, yeah. So I've been watching it sort of bit bit by bit, and it's mm. yeah, it's good, good audio book. Um, <laughs> I was going to listen to Black Legion mm. next, um, but I didn't realise there's a book before it. So Black Legion focuses on a who is the sort of I suppose he's like 
the Gullyman of Chaos at the moment. He's sort of uh, the main leader of no. the Chaos to no. a degree. I mean, he's Calgar leading the Black, of Chaos. Black Cri- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but of... yeah, he's, he's not a prime. He's not a Primarch, um, but he's he's the main leader of the Chaos Space Marines at the moment mm. to a degree. Uh, it depends which way you look at it, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's about him and his legion. But I've, the first book is called The Talon of Horus, so yeah. I need to. Read. I need to re- read or listen to that one, and then I'm going to do Black Legion. So I've just started um, the audiobook about Magnus the Red, which oh, is yeah. the Thousand Suns Primarch that we mm. mentioned earlier. So I'm literally about to start listening to that. Oh, so um, have you have you read have you read many of the books? Uh, I've read a lot of the books, uh, especially recently. <laughs> actually, uh, during my trip to cool. the UK, nice. I bought a lot of nice. 40k books just for the fact that my phone was broken so I didn't really have any other way to entertain myself. Oh yeah, of course it was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and so for that I picked up a fair few I picked up um I forget uh, I forget the name of the first one I picked up. It was um one of the Horus Heresy ones about the Iron Warriors. Oh, I don't know if I read that one yet. Yeah. Uh or maybe uh, maybe not Horus Heresy. No, no. Post Horus Heresy. Mm. But what about the Iron yeah, Warriors? Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. The, I think I know the classic oh, one. I can't remember which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's, it's called. It's, but yeah. it's a very good. It's a very good book. It's great. Um, and then I also picked yeah. up Vulcan Lives, which <clears throat> Vulcan oh, Lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I heard. Yeah, <laughs> it it gets shouted a lot in that book. Um, which was really good. <clears throat> like the Salamanders nice. are my favorite Space Marine chapter. So yeah, reading about their cool. Primarch was pretty cool. Uh, I also picked up nice. a much newer one, which was Carrion Throne, which I think is one of the newer ones, and that sort of de- yeah. that sort of deals with um the Ordo Hereticus, the sort of another branch of the Inquisition, working on uh, Earth itself for Holy Terror to uncover some plot to threaten the Emperor himself, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And some some really interesting nice. stuff um about that because you get sort of the day to day Imperial life. They're like even this guy who's an Inquisitor believes that there were only nine Primarchs and that they fought these nine great demons of chaos off. And, like, that's the official mm. story, is there were only ever nine Primarchs. Never yeah. anymore. Although, all what, no. what's a heretic Astartes? <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. That's impossible. A what? So, yeah. No. La, 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 I can't hear you. And then, you know, you, <laughs> you eventually get to the moment where he's, like, looking up at these murals of these 20... Uh, godlike Primarch figures. He's like, "There's only meant to be nine. What am I looking at?" <laughs> kind of deal. <laughs> like you've seen the truth. Oh, yeah, that no, sounds really it's cool, really actually. good. You should definitely yeah. check it out if you can. I got. I also got a nice, nice. hardcover yeah. copy, so it looks nice. Um, yeah, they're hard. Hard yeah, is really good yeah. actually. Of all these, books and then also recently I reread the entire Ravenna trilogy because I love those those books. <laughs> sorry, the which, sorry, you cut out a bit. Which, sorry, which the, uh, the Ravenna. Inquisitor Ravenna one oh, by Ravenna. Uh, Dan Brown. Yeah. yeah. No. That, no, no. 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 He's a. Different that's a different. Art. That's a different. Author. Someone or other. <laughs> he's one did. Uh, Divin- Angels yeah. and Demons and uh, Dan, Da Vinci. Dan something I think. <laughs> uh, Dan, Dan Abner. Abner. That was it. Yeah. 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 No. Those. Mm. Those were. Yeah. Cool. The the Ravenna and the Eisenhorn books were sort of my introduction to I the must read ones. those. They're one. They're one. They're books I've never read. The Eisenhorn uh, or the yeah. Ravenna ones. So. Uh, I was. I know they're always highly. Yeah, repeated. I would suggest starting with the the Eisenhorn ones, just because those are like chronologically first and give you a bit of background for the yeah. Ravenna trilogy as well. But definitely read both sets; they're really, really good. Good bit nice. of crunch. Cool. 
Yeah, nice. And, that, and like like I said earlier, definitely for anyone, read Dark Imperium mm. as well. That's and that's you know. So I know I've covered some bits of it, but yeah, if you want to sort of get up to speed with yeah. things, Dark Imperium is a very good uh, one to read. Um, I think my, the next one I'm going to read because it's not I'm seeing it on audio is um, Rise of the Unari oh, Ghost okay. Warrior, which is that Unari yeah, is that the new Eldar, you know, that, um, newish Eldar <laughs> that we were talking about earlier. So yeah, there's a there's a book devoted to where they've come about, you know, and the new god that's appeared. And so that's, again, that's the next one oh. I'm going to read because so I can get up to yeah. speed with things. I think the um, the main uh, woman Eldar you see on the front cover, mm. I think she's the one that helped uh, bring back uh, Gideon uh, as well. So she's to blame. As part of it. <laughs> yes, she's caused it all. For all this her, nonsense. Her yeah, honestly, I, I, leave the hob- <laughs> I leave the hobby for a few years. I come back. You know, the guy who was meant to be dead oh, is back. A... He's doing all this nonsense. I oh, know. It's, it's uh, crazy, isn't it? It I'm just really like, is. Uh, but, but that's what I love about it, though. I think that's why yeah. I'm, I'm just enjoying so much mm. talking about it, because it's so good to, that they've n- not just let, you know... St- yeah, left it for a while you know things are yeah. progressing but also even if it hadn't it still would be good oh, to yeah. talk about because there's so much to it there's so many races so much law so much history and considering it's all mm. fake <laughs> you yeah, know this yeah. is all made up that it's just such a you know it's a, like i said anyone that's not touched it it's definitely worth like i said even if you read mm. some of the books you know even if you don't want to touch little plastic <laughs> men um <laughs> it's just just read some yeah. of the books you know like i said like like Cameron said, read, you know, read in Eisenhorn or Ravenna or Dark Imperium. Just read some of these books. And it just it just gives you a taste. And even and that's what I did for years. And that's why I've always felt like I'm not completely oh, no. out of the loop. You know, there's some bits I've, I'm completely, yeah. What what <laughs> the hell is going on here? But yeah, you know, you can you can oh, get yeah, up to speed with things. Definitely. So yeah, cool. Um, I think that right. that might be um, us for tonight. Oh, I think. Yeah, I think we yeah, it's getting <laughs> quite late for the camera. So. And and uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I think we'll I start the, wrapping this one up. So um, I have the oddest feeling we'll be coming back to the universe of Warhammer Forty Thousand again and uh, possibly again. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, exactly. I mean, like like I said at the start, this is a, a spin-off show. It's just something we wanted to do because I think you could tell in the main episodes we want to talk about. Mm. miniatures and the law behind them and things like that because we're oh, yeah. geeks at heart really aren't we <laughs> um, <laughs> and so it, you know it's a shame that Dave couldn't join us on this one as well um, but you know like I said I think again depending on how this one goes but I think we will you know every so often we'll do an episode yeah. like this one and you know and if it's not your thing that's fair enough but you know it's still we, yeah. we we're passionate about it we, we, we like talking about it and you know we can do it? different <laughs> subjects we, you know and just talk for yeah, the better part of the two what I mean. hours. We can... <laughs> exactly. So it's it's so easy to do, and I don't, you know, oh, I feel absolutely. we've only just scratched yeah. the surface on most of this. So, you know, and so we'll we'll, we'll keep going with it, and you know, we'll have Dave back for for that episode, and and you know, I think we've been yeah. big boys. Yeah. We've done it without him. He, he'll, he'll, I hope so. He'll be proud of us. Um, <laughs> I hope he does. <laughs> Please, Dave, be proud of us. We've done it all by ourselves. We just boys. can't end it together. That's um, on you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, but yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll carry on with our normal episodes of uh, Monster Deer Monster. But, but like I said, I think we oh, will yeah. do occasionally do themed ones. So right, like like I said, we're, we're going to do a Tyranid mm. episode at some point. And you know, and I think we'll oh, probably do a Chaos yeah. Demon at some point from or something similar because yeah. they're just. 
yeah, even if we weren't doing mini to mini, they'll just be good to talk about because they're interesting and, and plenty of law behind them. Um, so we'll just wrap it up there. Um, so Cameron, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at night underscore twitten. That's a night without a K. Uh, come and talk to me and watch me yell about, uh, miniatures and various other things in my life that cause me great joy and great pain. <laughs> Check it out. Um, and you can find me on Twitter as well at Ninja Badger seven, the number seven again, come through, feel free to talk and, and I'm just going to be showing mm. off models soon when i start paying again look what i've done <laughs> so i can have it attached Excellent. to the front of the fridge <laughs> Matt, yeah, age, yeah. <laughs> age four <laughs> this is what i've been doing um and yeah. so other... you can find uh and yeah, oh, you yeah. can find the podcast itself yep. uh at mon underscore d monster yep. on twitter Absolutely. Uh, we put updates about what kind of subject we'll be covering next so please please send us feedback yes it's always good been. lord we are so lonely here in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, Cameron's speaking for himself there. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> no, it's, you're right. Any any feedback, any comments you want to make, it's you know, we we would like more of it. Uh, you know, we do get it sometimes, and you know, and I some, yeah. know sometimes people don't want to say much. But you know, anything, you know, we don't. Ho- hopefully, something nice. But you know, we just want to make sure we're doing <laughs> we're doing the right thing. Um, so yeah, if you you know, and any, if you can go to iTunes, leave us some reviews. It's always greatly appreciated. Um, we've got I said a couple of t-shirts up on tpublic.com to search, mm-hmm. search Monster Monster. I said with the Yokai of the Week one up went up quite recently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and who knows? We may have a mini dear mini one one day when we hit another milestone. Well, who knows? Yeah. But uh, yeah, and uh, if you also do, we cover Dave on Twitter. It'll be in the notes, obviously. Oh, yes, standard. Uh, it will be in the notes, but uh, you can find our dear friend Dave on Twitter at sentinot underscore plus. Exactly, that's where you can. Find uh, you him. should go. You should go. You should go and see if you can snag uh, a rare glimpse of him smiling. Yeah, I've heard he does that time to time. Yeah, you know, mm, it's just for Christmas. There's his teeth to the world. I think it would just be for Christmas, though, <laughs> wouldn't it? It'd be like a. You know. Oh yeah. 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 So cool. <laughs> um yeah, so that's uh the very first episode of uh, Mini Dear Mini. Thank you very much for listening and um don't uh, praise a false emperor. Bye. No. Death to heretics. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs> Ciao.